0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of UPS Play News. My name is Natalia. I'm the news editor.
1: My name is Jillian. I'm the editor-in-chief.
2: My name is Michael. I'm the social media manager.
3: My name is Nadia, and
1: I'm a contributor.
0: And here's your news for this week.
1: As of September 4th, Florida has seen an average of over 15,000 new coronavirus cases and hospitalizations per day this week, a decline from the previous month. However, the state did see an average of over 300 daily deaths, an increase from the previous weeks. Palm Beach County has seen an average of nearly 1,000 new cases per day this week. Like the rest of the state, while case count is declining, hospitalizations and deaths are increasing. 55% of the county is fully vaccinated. Though cases are declining, Florida still holds one of the highest rates of infection in the country, and cases are still increasing for those who are under 20 years old. On campus. 53 students and 14 employees are currently sick with the coronavirus as of Sunday. The numbers have been increasing since the first week of school. There have been over 170 cumulative cases so far this semester. The majority of cases are on the Boca Raton campus.
2: On August 27th, the Haggerty family donated two and a half million dollars to FAU Athletics to name the football head coaching position in perpetuity. The head coach position will now be referred to as the Haggerty family head football coach. According to FAU News Desk, the donation will directly support the football program and the Chasing Greatness program, which is a program that helps student-athletes find careers after they graduate. Andy Seeley, the Senior Associate Athletics Director for External Relations, said that the donation will help the football team hire a nutritionist, improve recruiting, and hire a player development coach for the staff. Football coach Willie Taggart said, we can't thank Michelle and Michael Haggerty enough for their generous support of the football program. I'm honored to hold the title of Haggerty Family Head Football Coach. We're also very grateful for their belief in the vision of the Chasing Greatness program. We're committed to making sure every one of our student athletes has the best possible experience during their time at FAU and that this program is vitally important to our efforts off the field. If you want to read the full update, check out the article on U Press Online.
1: Previously, the UP reported that a Florida judge ruled against Governor Ron DeSantis' ban on school mask mandates. DeSantis passed an executive order which banned school districts from requiring masks and financially punished those which did. Thirteen districts have defied his ban. More than half of Florida's 2.8 million public school students had had imposed mask mandates despite the governor's order that parental opt-out must be included, according to the Guardian. The judge explained that the executive order was an overstep of authority and that he would see to it that DeSantis was not able to punish the school which defied the order. DeSantis has officially appealed the judge's order, and the case is on its way to appeals court. Despite the judge's ruling, state education officials have been pursuing punishment for defiant school boards. The current goal is to deduct the equivalent of a school board member's monthly salaries from state funding.
2: One week after Hurricane Ida made landfall in Louisiana, there are still widespread power outage and numerous deaths in the state, along with flooding and damage in some northeastern states. Hurricane Ida is tied for the fifth-strongest hurricane to ever strike the United States and has killed at least 11 people in Louisiana so far. News footage of the aftermath showed entire neighborhoods submerged underwater. 327,000 people in Louisiana have had their power restored as of September 5th. That number amounts to about 35% of people in Louisiana, but over 721,000 people remain without electricity, according to poweroutage.us. Over one million people lost power during the storm and some parishes in Louisiana can expect to be without power until September 29th, according to Entergy, an energy company. President Joe Biden surveyed the damage on Friday and said the government has dispersed $100 million directly to people in Louisiana already. Quote, I promise we're going to have your back, Biden said in a briefing.
0: Democratic governor of California, Gavin Newsom is facing a recall election. A recall election is basically a special election to decide if an elected official should be removed from office. Newsom is facing this recall after an effort to remove him was launched last year by a group of conservative Californians critical of his record on immigration, taxes, the death penalty, among other things. Most of the voting will be done by mail as every registered voter was sent a ballot. On the ballot, voters are asked just two questions. One, asking if they want to recall Newsom, and the second one, who they want to replace Newsom?
1: Last week, Texas passed a law that allows private citizens to sue anyone who performs AIDS or abets an abortion on a fetus that has a detectable heartbeat, or around six weeks into a pregnancy. As a loophole in Roe versus Wade, the new law does not criminalize abortion, but citizens can sue for up to $10,000. It is considered to be the most extreme abortion law in the country. Most women aren't aware that they are pregnant by six weeks. Governor Ron DeSantis said this week that he would consider enacting an abortion law similar to Texas's here in Florida. In
3: June, the U.S. economy added more than 850,000 jobs. Average hourly wages increased more than 3.6% from last year. This is all part of an upward trend seen over the past two months. The demand for more workers is high as a result of the pandemic. This is causing employers to raise the amount of money they're offering to compete with other companies. According to Axios, the leisure and hospitality sector have been the most vocal about their inability to find workers. However, they reported more than 343,000 new jobs, which is more than a third of June's total. The U.S.'s average hourly wages reached a record of $30.40. This is up from 29.35 a year ago and 28.51 pre-pandemic. Economist Betsy Stevenson tweeted, It turns out that you can find workers, you just have to pay a better wage than in the past because wages of low-wage workers are going up. Axio says the continued high empl- unemployment rate, along with the still low number of workers in the economy, indicates that the Federal Reserve still has a long way to go before it reaches its full employment mandate. The job market is still over 6 million jobs short of where it was before the pandemic.
0: New Zealand police officers shot and killed an ISIS supporter this week after the supporter injured at least six people in a supermarket, quote, terrorist attack in the Auckland suburb New Lynn. The attacker obtained a knife within the store and used it to stab shoppers before the police killed him. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said that the man was a Sri Lankan national, a supporter of ISIS ideology, and a known security threat. The man was under constant surveillance by multiple government agencies, and security were able to shoot and kill him within 60 seconds of the incident. Out of the six people injured, three are in critical condition. Ardain said that the man had faced court in the past and that she had been personally aware of him before the attack. Authorities were already monitoring the man because they couldn't keep him in prison. China has passed new rules that anyone under the age of 18 will only be allowed to play up to three hours of online video games per week. Those under 18 will only be allowed to play between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. on weekends and legal holidays only. The new rules apply to companies that provide online gaming services to minors who now will have to limit their ability to serve those users outside of the designated hours. Companies will also not be allowed to provide services to users who aren't logged in with a real name registration, preventing them from simply remaining ignorant to a user's background. Previously in 2019, China had already limited the time of video game play for minors to 1.5 hours on any day and three hours on holidays. And that's been your year press news for this week.